It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we are back to benching and bullshitting on the Culp Strong Power Podcast. This is episode 14. Very excited to be here today. We just came off of a very long trip. Massachusetts, we're back, and I'm going live on Instagram to answer questions and talk about training, talk about what we did over the weekend, and uh, like I said, we're going to answer a lot of questions, so wait till some people hop on here, and then we'll get going. But uh, right out the gate, we went to Massachusetts this weekend, and uh, it was pretty fucking awesome. We went to, we, were, we went through Boston, we also went through New York City, that sucked, <laughs> Jesus Christ. People are cutthroat and dry on the on the on the uh, interstates uh, in New York City. Um, it's like, can't you people just get on the road and just take a casual drive? Like, oh man, it was crazy. So New York City was awesome in a bad way. Boston was pretty cool. We drove through it. We never stopped. We were in Hanson actually, which is kind of like a southern area of Boston. Uh, we also went to Salem. Yeah. Got yeah. got to experience that. Uh, Small town, I think it's really a city, is it? No, it's definitely a town. Okay, it's a town. Walked, walked around for nine hours. 325 pounds of me walked around Salem for nine hours. I was not feeling too cool. Thank you. By the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It was a great trip. Great trip. And then the next day we went to Hanson. We went to Mass Iron Gym and hosted my official second uh, bench press seminar. That was really, really cool. Very inviting. Uh, we felt like family. It was it was humbling how nice uh, crowd I had. Went out to eat with everybody afterwards. Went to Plymouth Rock to go see, you know, go see the rock. rock. <laughs> it's just sitting there in the sand. Cool. It's a rock. And saw a few things. Got some ice cream. Went back to the hotel. Then drove nine hours back home. So we are back. We are no longer in Massachusetts. We are here on our couch. We're here to talk. Talk bench, benching and bullshitting. Again, this is episode 14, benching and bullshitting. So if you have questions, Instagram here, please drop them in. I am here to answer anything bench-related, competing, training, bench shirts, uh, the like. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep talking, and uh, we'll get to questions when they come in. So uh, this past week, so I, I did lose. I lost Thursday's workout. We're off Fridays anyway, but I lost Saturday and Sunday. So to make up for that, went in today. I never go in on Mondays. I am off Mondays and Fridays. But I went in today. I uh, decided, normally on Sundays, I do kind of a lower body day. So I went in and deadlifted. Yeah, I deadlift once in a while. And then just did some uh, leg work afterwards. Deadlifts went pretty cool. Um, I was pretty I was pretty happy with the way. Got a triple PR, uh, a, a PR triple and uh unconventional so i was pretty pretty stoked with that and then did lower body shit gg devils devil deville Deville, gotta go to boston district area where shit goes down oh okay doesn't sound like my type of joint man (laughs) we Uh, were gonna go to boston harbor because well, we got up I, and we were like, let's just go home. I just want to get the fuck yeah, home. I had been a, a long nine-hour drive ahead of me. I just wanted to get out of there. And having to drive through New York City a second time, I was like, oh, God, Which, it Jesus. It was not bad the second time. The second time was okay. Except for that bridge. The bridge was, yeah. Like, that was the only area where it kind of got tied up, and then everything else was great. Yeah. Um, and then we were good again until we hit our normal D.C. traffic. D.C. traffic. So. Northern Virginia, I, I heard all these talks and people were telling me, oh, Boston drivers are crazy. Oh, they're such crazy drivers. No one goes to speed limit. I'm like, oh, shit. And then I go there and I realize this is a cake. This is not. Oh, I live in Northern Virginia where people are already fucking stupid on the You're road. And I'm used to it. We lived in D.C. for seven months. So I have that to my advantage. The Barbell Viking says, building my reverse grip bench with the intent to swap out my... And I, oh, competition bench, tips to build the lift off for it. I do 
say you need to have the bar higher in the rack than you normally would, get underneath of the bar a little bit more, you're gonna bring the bar pretty much lower anyway. You're gonna come kind of down to the upper abs, maybe belly. Uh, you're not gonna bench on the chest. So get a little bit more underneath the bar, a little bit higher in the rack. The handoff will be easier. Um, that's, that's the main thing. Let's see. Delange, Delange. Oh, Delangel. I deadlifted 550 for the first time today. Good deal. I deadlifted today as well. Not that I'm really good at it, but I did deadlift. I had fun doing it. Iron Chuck. Hey, Jimmy, I remember in your earlier Patreon videos on your non-shirted day, okay, you would do close grip, high rep with high reps. Hmm. But now you have changed it to using bench tools. Which method is more effective? Well, you know, I'm an equipped lifter. I'm, I'm such an equipped lifter. I've got shirts sitting right here next to me, right? Yeah, why is that sitting? I didn't I, even realize it was Just to use for, for props in case oh, I have to... Oh, for the live, okay. In case I have to talk about something. It didn't even occur to me that this is weird until yeah. you... So, uh, so for an equipped lifter, listen to this. Like, I, I, I switched because I am not going to bench 1,400 pounds by benching 405, close gripping 405. It's not going to happen. What is going to... To, uh, train me to bench 1400 for pressing you know thousand pounds uh doing close grip movements with eight and nine hundred pounds uh reverse gripping 900 pounds those are things that's going to take my shirted bench further so that's why i've swapped out and done you know if i'm not shirted I, i'm wearing some sort of piece i'm wearing a widowmaker or a supercharged ram that's why here we go Ripple, oh no. Gee, 1982. That's a good split for me. I'm a competitive bencher and I am paralyzed. Oh shit. He's asking what is a good split. He said what's a good, oh what's a good split. Yeah, what's a good split. I thought I said if he was, okay. What's a good split? Um, hmm. If you're a competitive bencher, so I'm assuming paralyzed you mean from probably the waist down. If you're still benching, you have the upper body. Uh, I would say you definitely have to bench twice a week. Um... No, I would say do your upper back twice a week. You're just gonna you're gonna have to do both. Mm -hmm. uh, your back volume should be higher than the volume on your front. So if you're doing all these sets of bench and all these sets of upper body for the pressing and stuff, you gotta do even more to your back. So maybe two and two, like two pressing days and two back days. That might be fine. Chi Chi Deville again. Well, if you're in Boston, you gotta enjoy your time here. Well. We did. We did enjoy it. Uh, we weren't, like, in Boston. No, Boston, we were close. Like, Salem we was, it, yeah. from Hanson to Salem was like an hour 10, hour 15. And then, obviously, we went. We were in Hanson, and then we went to Plymouth. Yeah. So, we enjoyed our time. Uh, the Barbell Viking. Tips to build a lift off a reverse grip bench press and for tips switching to reverse grip for competition. Just do it, do it, do it. Practice, practice, practice. That sounds so dumb and repetitive and overused but you have to practice it uh i pronated benched i pronated grip raw for 16 years before i picked up on how to reverse grip specifically my variation where it's held between these two fingers not the full traditional reverse which i can't even physically do um just gotta practice it like anything else just do it uh like i said the lift off you need to be then my variation is what, like this, the full Anthony Clark reverse grip, if you watch him doing it, they had to like, his hands would be facing the rack. They had to pick the bar up, twist it in his hands, and then give it to him. So it was like a two-parter. Mine, you, you can get more underneath of it, and you don't have to like, you know, twist it and then hand it out. So try my variation. I'm surprised that bar never like What's rolled up, Cody? in his hands. Yeah, he or was. Did a, it like did no, he ever have any accidents with that? I day? don't think he had it. I think he was pretty proficient with it. But he was kind of the, the Barbarian Brothers were kind of the the per, the uh, original guys who, like made it popular. And then Anthony Clark obviously was the heaviest bencher in the world yeah. at some point. Hmm. Good to see you on here, Cody. Nick G seven eleven. Jimmy, how important is glute activation for you in the bench? How would you set that up best well squeeze your ass as hard as you can uh in reality and amber was one who kind of pointed this out amber and katie 
if I squeeze my ass, it's going to push my belly up a little bit higher. I mean, we're talking not even like an inch, like, you know, a little bit, but even this much in a bench is like a mile. So yeah, you have to, not a single part of your body can be loose or not tight in a really heavy bench. Your hands, your forearms, tricep, bicep, chest, your breathing, your stomach, your legs, nothing can be loose. So I think it is very important, yes, absolutely. Joel Hicks, I believe, will you be putting your seminar from Boston on Patreon? Yes, I will. It is very long. I talked for two hours and 48 minutes. Yeah. Uh, and then we worked out. So I had like six or seven guys in shirts afterwards. A lot of the stuff. This is why I really love the in-person seminars. Because a lot of the stuff and the information that those guys got mm -hmm. was like during the hands-on portion. So like the almost three hours was great information. But then the part that's not recorded of everyone working out was also just so much stuff. Yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, I have no limit. I have no time limit on these seminars that I do in person. I talk for as long as I need to talk, two and a half to almost three hours. And then uh, we work out afterwards and uh, get some hands-on stuff. So, yes, it will be going on Patreon. I just have to segment it. I have to put it in segments because it's so damn long. And to download it on YouTube and stuff, it takes a... I can't do it all at once. But it will be going on Patreon. I had a mic, but it didn't work. Yeah, which I was really bummed about. Because it even fell off halfway through. We reset it. It didn't work at all. No. It's just the whole thing. So, so it will be going on. Yes, I'll try to be getting it up uh, here in a couple of days. Chick DeVille, again. Chi-Chi DeVille. It's just busy in Boston, says me, Pauline, but venture out and go to North End where the Italians are because you like to eat. So that's where you go. Have a great time, especially with your wife. Absolutely. You do be liking to eat. I like to eat. Let's see. What wrist wraps do you use? I currently use the Anderson Powerlifting KLA 5000s, 36-inch. The strongest, stiffest wraps they've ever come out with, and they're all black. <laughs> Finally. Anderson has an all-black wrap. Fantastic. I've, I've been waiting for years. And I'm so exclusive, and I'm so, like, you know, dedicated to Anderson that, like, I've never, you know, even in secret, never even used a, a rival wrap at all. So to have, finally have an all-solid black wrap. They, they even met, he messaged the entire team and said, hey, with these new wraps, do you guys want them to be all-black or all-green? We're like, all-black, unanimous mm -hmm. decision. See. Thomas, I'm going to get to your messages. We just got back from Massachusetts. Uh, I'm a little bit tired, if you can tell. I'm trying, not to, I'm, I'm trying not to yawn and in front of the camera, so I will be getting to your messages. I see that you've been uh, messaging me quite a bit. Normal for newbies, like me with a supercharged ram, to have the insides of my arms a little bit red and sore, where my armpit almost connects to inside bicep or wears a t-shirt. That's normal for Any kind of gear, pros, yeah. experts, myself. They rip me to shreds. I, I get marks across my chest right here mm -hmm. with a supercharged ram. Very I normal. I mean, like your triceps have like almost calluses. Yep, I get like on the back of them. Callus on the back of my arms. So like you're gonna, yeah, mm -hmm. that's gonna be a normal thing. So just expect and that from this point forward. And it might even go from like a little bit of red sore. Like you might get bruised. Yep. Like you might have bruises that go across. That's material that's digging into your skin and like as your skin is being pulled and that's being pulled like it's you're just gonna have marks mm -hmm. so that's normal don't worry about it diesel strong what ply do you use on the Widowmaker? i have a few of them i have two single loops and uh, one double loop i'm not saying ply because of the nature of how Widowmakers and similar tools are built if you look at a double loop widowmaker each loop goes across the chest twice so if you look at the middle where it's all sewn together on your chest there's actually four layers going across that's why i refer to widowmakers as single loop or double loop not single ply double ply because it's not actually single or double ply across the chest the barbell viking for the full send page i'll be doing a spotting video on band shirts oh fantastic any new developments you can shout out on things to watch for since our discussion at the Bench Bash? Mm. I, honestly, um... Just stay close. People are 
the thing is, I mean, I have the benefit. I'm going a little bit sidetracked on my own personal experience, but I've handled 11, 12, 13 plus in my polys before handling that kind of weight in my band shirts. So that's a situation where I'm strong enough to actually handle the weights that I'm handling in the band shirts. Some guys are handling weights that they probably should not be handling. Because mm-hmm. um, you've had things go wrong with 1011 where it's helicoptered and you've been able to steady it and keep it in your hands. Because mm-hmm. with these shirts, if you're if the bar goes out of your hand, it, it goes. So as far as spotting goes, they need to stay super close, but also make sure there's not even like a tap on those bars because anything, like a whisper of a tap, yep. could send that out of their hands and it's out. I mean, the I mean, shirt you got, just like throws you, those you guys, up. you guys know what the fuck you're doing. I, I don't have a lot for you because you guys are pros. I would say it's the same as in a poly shirt. Yeah, just fingers laced, following the bar. Um, and have body savers, not just face savers. We've talked about the body savers being adjusted up and down per lifter. Yeah. So when a lifter goes to a meet, you need to give you the, the table your monolift height and your ba- bench rack height. Yeah. Hey, that bench rack height and a body saver height. So each lifter, uh, Joe Schmuckatelli is up, rack height is two holes showing, spotter arms is five holes showing. Like that needs to be no question. Yeah. And even like double verified by some maybe one of y'all watching them like set the bars high take the empty bar out belly up like they're gonna touch mm-hmm. and then simulate a drop to see if it's like okay like if it drops it's gonna fall half inch and it's caught it's like oh yeah my my face height is my body saver height is two holes showing and they go to do it you guys watching them and it's like well if you drop that it's gonna sink into you half a foot before it yeah. even touches that that's not safe it needs to be like almost monitored because that's sa- it's the safety is going to be paramount yeah so other than that no I, also, I think, I think you guys are doing great our guys with the handoff and with the spotting is in these shirts we don't need them in poly but the boxes that they stand on yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Leverage. uh with heavier and heavier weights guys um my team found it to be extraordinarily beneficial, and it's at no advantage, right? It's not like an extra hand on the bar. It's not something cheating. But for the spotter's sake, having uh, deadlift blocks, like the like these thick ones, um, we have like 6-inch or 8-inch or something, having blocks for the side handoff guys to stand on to bring them higher up. So instead of having a handoff like this, they can hand off with their hands way down here and use their yeah. entire body, not be limited by their hands. Yeah, that's and one it's thing. Helping their like shoulders and biceps, and then same when they're spotting, they don't have to try to catch it. They're not going to try to catch it with their arms. Yeah. They're going to catch it with their whole bodies. Their whole body, and that's really helped. Yeah, that's made a huge difference in my gym with with yeah. what I've been doing. I think that's it. I think so. Kind of sums it up. What motivated you to chase the world record? Just, I don't know. Well, you weren't. You were chasing yourself. I've always chased myself. I just happened to get to the point where I was at the record. Mm-hmm. But who who doesn't want to be number one? You know, I think that's just human nature. Let's see here. <clears throat> get down. Try and catch up here. Sorry, guys. Oh, Germany. Well, guten Abend. I think it's nighttime out there, right? How far down did you go? Um, at Marlin right now. Oh, yeah, Fian Donk, Marlon. Thank you. There was, how do you warm up for bench? Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Empty bar, one plate, two, three, four, five, six, throw a shirt on, seven plates, 1,000 pounds, and I get to how much my working weight is, 1,200, 1,300 pounds. Pretty, pretty basic. Uh, nothing's secret with how I warm up. Wes Jacobs, 33. When would you advise switching from raw to equipped? Whenever the fuck you want. That's up to you. Personal preference. Personal preference. I would recommend at least a very strong base of strength before you did it. But like for, for inspirational purposes only, I guess. I lifted for four years till up from fourteen to eighteen. At eighteen I was benching four sixty or four seventy five raw at like two twenty or 
I don't know what the fuck I weighed, 220 or something. And then I got into a shirt at 18. So I had a really good base of strength. And I continued to work on that my entire career up until very recently. So whenever you want. Reed, W23. What is your favorite post-workout meal for recovery? Um, whatever, the, whatever the fuck I... Peter Panda, Wendy's, or Panda Express, sorry. Uh, Arby's, a protein shake or a weight gain shake. I mean, just... Chicken I, and rice. Chicken and I come home and just pop open the rice cooker and just get a pound of rice and some chicken and salt and just fucking snack on that and pass out shortly after. A lot of carbs, I guess. Oh, Jerry's screaming. Yeah. What? Fuck him. He's old (laughs) and screams. No. (laughs) Thomas. Yes, I can tell I know how I told you. I told you there, too. No worries. Okay. Good, Thomas. I, I I see you messaging me. It's just I haven't gotten to him. I will be getting to that very shortly. Let's see. Yeah, then he said it was almost like he scraped his knee. Didn't yeah, it's totally normal. It is. That's not on his chest from the ram. It, and the tighter you wear them or the heavier you go, you're gonna see it happening more and more. It's just it's just gonna it's just gonna keep happening. Don't don't worry about it. It is normal. Let's see. Owen. <laughs> not enough beds have spotter arms or body savers. Agreed. Yeah, no, they don't. Not at all. Let's see, Owen's on here. Yeah, no, I think, honestly, that it's irresponsible for a meat director. And we, as lifters, we have to sign a waiver of liability. We do. Um, But also as lifters, at some point, it also has to be your responsibility to know that you're signing up for a meet and supporting meat directors and federations that put safety first. If we don't know the meet director, if we don't know the federation, and we want to do a meet, we always call and find out what kind of bench they have. Yep. What if they've got a spotter sit like what kind of bar? Yeah. Uh, And so for one, it's it's two responsibilities. One, as a lifter, be responsible. Look ahead and know you're going to a competition that's going to actually be safe for you and every other lifter. Two, it's it should be. Uh, it's irresponsible of the meat director to not give a fuck and not have those on their bench. Yeah. I see a lot of SPF meats, specifically. Um, a lot of meats that don't have them. Or if they have them, they don't use them. They just leave them down at the very bottom, and they never move up and down. And we don't say this because we're discrediting the spotters. You could be the greatest spotters in the world. We love our crew. We trust them with his life literally every week every single week 1400 pounds but it's not fair to jim and it's not fair to them to have them be the only line of defense if something goes terribly wrong yep you just it comes a point where you have to really have that discussion with yourself and your people and be like it's just i i won't ever go to a competition go to a gym bench on a bench in a gym that does not have the body savers. Yeah. I won't fucking do it. My, I, I want to live. So. Yeah. And you could be the greatest <laughs> spotter in the world, but 1,400 pounds... Safety is paramount. Yes. ...is fast. Yep. Deadly fast. Cheryl 3 Karen, are you going on the Table Talk podcast anytime soon? I'm waiting on a, an, an invite. Dave did say, we just so. listened to one of his podcasts where uh, the Matt Wenning... Yeah. Where he was, he said like they're booked up all the way through November, and they've still like got a whole list of people. So we're moving to Ohio. I'm sure that it'll happen at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of right now, Dave is very busy with it. If you guys don't listen to Table Talk, you should. It's we listened to it all the way back from Massachusetts this weekend. It was it kept me entertained. It was very good for the nine hour drive. It kept me entertained. Yeah. Uh, Dexter. At a certain strength threshold, don't you think it's beneficial to bring your own spotters? I bring my own spotters to every fucking meet. Yeah, I only can it, yeah. I can I can only not bring them when I when I'm at like when I fly to Texas or we fly to Florida. Yeah. But if it's within a driving distance, my entire crew makes the effort to be there. Yeah, and that's part of having a great crew, yep. and not just 
random people that you happen to lift with in a gym, but an actual crew that they want to be there to celebrate with you and be part of that moment. Well, that's just a team like, effort. I mean, yeah, just like we go to their meets and want to celebrate. Like, and do I, stuff I like want that. them to be there because it's yeah. just not just me. Like they're there you know. every single week. They also get, yep. you know, this moment. Genital. Let's see. I'm <laughs> like, like genital. Genital three. I don't know if those are supposed to be like a pair of balls at the end, right? Like genital. Maybe. Unless that's just <laughs> That's clever, unless name. it's something. We're sorry if this is not well, That's ironic because it looks like a pair of nuts. Anyway. I'm 10 weeks out from my very first meet, bench only. Good man. Uh, following all your advice the last few months, I'm already stronger than I planned with Super K. Okay, Super Katana. You're welcome. Congrats. You're very welcome. Also, there was one up top that we missed. Hmm. Um... Would there be a benefit from switching from feet forward on heels to feet back on toes? I think you would actually see a decrease if you do that because you're going from having a strong position where you're actually leg pressing your legs to where you're actually using leg extension, which is weaker. So, I th And you're going to sacrifice stability. Uh, so no, I think you're going to lose something. So I think you should just stay out front. Yeah. Alexander Amond, of course. What's going on, Alex? After this weekend, I want to take the next step in Equipped. Would you suggest starting with the Widowmaker first or take the full step into a shirt? Well, you guys used, I saw a lot of SDPs. They're stretchy. Mm -hmm. um, I would just... I would say shirt because they have the Rams and stuff there at Mass Iron. Yeah. So he could use those. But if he went with like a single, maybe I, a single ply shirt to start Either out, a single or a double. Or a double even. I would go with a He's double. strong enough for a double. You go with a yeah. double. Uh, you go with a double F8 uh, shirt from Anderson Powerlifting there, Alex. I think you're going to be fine with that. Yeah. I don't think you'll have any trouble with that. Just go straight into a shirt. I think so, too. Thomas says, in my opinion, spotter should be, like, certified or something for official meets, seeing how often IPF, blah, <laughs> shit goes wrong in general. Yeah, they get fucking teenagers and high schoolers up there that spot like this, like, with their hand. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, monolith set of attached adjustable catcher spud straps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's Joe, you've messaged me a ton Okay <laughs> oh, Okay. So is Natale just like your last name? It looks like genital Like like you said <laughs> I know, but, maybe we should stop saying it okay. I feel bad now Sorry. Um, but yeah, Thomas, with the spotters In an ideal world That would be amazing To have certified spotters um, But I know a lot of meets just struggle To find people to help them they just hope that enough people show up to have yep. spotters and loaders on the platform. So if we could, you know, find more people that want to give back and donate and stuff like that. Well, then you got the full send guys. Yeah, I would. They actually know. have they have videos of teaching how to spot properly, spot big weights properly. They have an amazing, just like this is an amazing product right here. The main right? event. Main event. You've got you got the full send. The full so. send initiative. Look mm -hmm. them up on Instagram for sure. Follow them, watch their videos. They go over so much stuff. It's amazing. You said his last name correctly. Ha, -ha. Uh, But then, you know, you might, if you have professional certified spotters, that might be like a career option for some people. You're going to have to pay them. Yeah, and you should. Which you should, but like that's going to be a thing. Like we have these certified spotters who are excellent guys. Well, then you're going to you're gonna have to pay them. Yeah. But that's great. I think that's what we need. Spotters should be paid. Judges should be paid. But yeah, the sport spotter, is just... Like, if you have never been a spotter or a loader at a meet or been to a meet that's 12 hours long that had the same six guys, like, they work the hardest out of anyone in that room all day long. Yep. They absolutely should be getting paid. Absolutely. Raw strength, physical fitness. What's up, man? We'll just say Joe from now on. Joe. Yeah. I asked my meet director for the 9-3 meet if I was able to buy and use an F8 for a future meet. He said the USPA does not allow them. Mm -hmm. Why is that? And will they ever? Why don't they? Because the USPA sucks. Because they don't allow it in their federation. I'm sure once it gets voted in, it won't. if it ever does. I don't think they ever will. They're, it's a not it's a not gear-friendly federation. There, there are still several federations that don't because it's not a poly bench shirt material. It's completely different. It does have more safety risk, not just with the things that go wrong so far, so quickly, mm -hmm. but also with people 
holding weights that they, like you said earlier, probably have no business holding. Um, obviously, we like them yeah. and lift in federations that have them, but I can see why other federations don't. I mean, th this is very different. Like, show how you can, like, fold that up and stuff. Oh, yeah, like this. I can hold this in my back. This is a single-ply super katana. For those on the podcast, oh, yeah, and he's holding up a single-ply. I can, I can almost just fold this thing up and... We used to go to meets and be able to, like, just <laughs> put that in a book bag St yeah, and take it with us. Now, now I can go and compete. I can put this on a plane or something. We never had a check bag. As compared to having to check one of these goddamn things in on a plane. Ooh. It's the big F8. Yeah, so. There's no folding that. <laughs> no, this is actually a new uh, double ply from Rob. You so. could literally put this inside, like, roll the roll yeah. and put it in the sleeve. Right in the that. sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, store it that way. Oop, right and there. Yeah, because so. one is fabric and one is not. I mean, this has fabric, but it's it's comprised of bands and a yeah. wrap material and stuff. But yeah, so thank you, Rob, for this as well. But I wanted to show you that. Yeah. Um, so Joe, what I would say is just do a federation that allows those shirts. Don't let a federation hold you back from what you want to get out of the sport. Just dude, do another federation. I don't see the like I said before. The USPA is very, very biased. At least the USAPL is consistently assholey, like. To everybody, but they allow single ply, yada yada. USPA, it's like they they only want raw people in their fed. You're 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 better off going somewhere else. Just it's it's not gonna happen because Steve, I don't even think Steve Dennison likes equipped lifting at all. <laughs> Wes Jacobs, thirty three. I've helped in RPS meets to give back. Good. Good. Keep doing that. I have done the same thing. Uh, I've Can done the same thing. We're gonna do it again. Gonna help judge a meet for Alex here next month in York, Pennsylvania. The twenty third. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. A week after your meet. Let's see. Raw strength physical fitness says planning on going five hundred raw tonight to shut these people up. Well, I'm assuming he's getting. Don't. Hey, man. Like, if you want, if you want to go for five hundred raw for you mm -hmm. for here for here, then do it. Don't do it to please others. Don't don't do that. Uh, fuck people if they think. So what if they think? Yeah. Oh, what do you do raw? I tell them a can of corn. Like what? What do you? I, I'm not, like I said. If I go raw, because I, I want that's what's best for me yeah. at the time. Yeah. If you feel healthy, like. But going. Don't risk an dude, injury. Dude, do, do you compete raw? No, you compete equipped. You're gonna bench raw, and to hurt yourself. Poss I'm not saying you will, but like it's risky. Yeah, it's I'm, more risky. Than I'll say it this way: I'm not gonna go raw. To prove something to other people, because fuck that. That's not what life's all about. It's mm -hmm. something I don't even compete in. If I hurt myself, I'm natural still. I'm not going to recover from that in a month. Now I'm fucked and I can't compete at all. I'm even equipped. So, be safe, okay? Yeah, but cool on the 500. Let's see. Saw so you on the Hoff table talk. Oh, he must have been in the, in the chats. Yeah. Also, greetings from Germany. Well, vielen Dank. Thank you. I hope you're saying that stuff right. You you have I think so. You have been practicing your German. So I think so. You probably are. Ich bin ein Spitzlist für Beidrot. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been practicing German, so I do not know. Raw sucks. Equipment rules. That is a fact. <laughs> that was exactly my point. Thomas says, like, if you fly to Texas without a team, mm -hmm. I think it would help knowing you're safe and that you have like a solid three to five man, uh, and then additional help around that can step on. I mean, that happened to me in Texas, that happened in to me in Florida. Florida, and I was, I felt yeah. safe because but I... we knew ahead of time. So again, this is where the responsibility of the lifter comes in. We knew who was going, who was bringing their team. Um, like, we knew that Bain and Kyle and all of them were going to be at WPO, and they were going to be the spotters, so we were 100% confident there yep. um and then we knew in texas that rob farrell's guys and logan were going to be there and that we knew that we had enough big lifters that were going to be around that would be good it was just a matter of figuring out who it was going to be that day um, if, if we knew for a fact going to texas or florida we weren't going to have a crew we wouldn't go yeah because it's not worth the risk yeah let's see i get much more out of my f8 than i do my shirt sadly well Everyone does. Every, I think everybody it's does. It's a different shirt, yeah. Including me. I mean, my my 1120 single ply is 200 pounds behind my unlimited bench. Yeah. You know, big difference. And that's kind of a difference that we've been seeing is everyone gets about a 200 pound increase. It's yeah, give or take. So like their poly bench is yeah. what a general <clears throat> rule we've been seeing. 
How do you wash those band shirts? Not a clue. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to because I don't want. I someone. I think I heard about somebody like washing one like through a car wash, like with the, the big handheld yeah. thing, and it it's actually like good. like ruined it. I mean, it lost all of its retention. I can so. see that, but also it doesn't. I think it doesn't get as much like guck as a poly does because it comes off when as soon as you're done. Like it's on right before yeah. it's off. Mm -hmm. Whereas like the polys, you're walking around in them. There's sweat. Sweating in it, yeah. I'm, I'm going to stop there before I start gagging. I don't think they're washable. I think they probably are. What's up, Matt? Good to have you on mm -hmm. here. But I would ask Rob. Ask the man himself. Yeah. I don't know. So like, it makes sense <laughs> to be like, oh yeah, power wash it. Like that'll work. But then like, is that going to blow stitches and stuff out? You know? Yeah. Or like, will it ever dry? I don't know. Yeah, that too. Alex says, having spotted many, many meats, he discovered how much really happens on the platform that lifters never see. Mm -hmm. Very wise words. Raw strength says, okay, boss, I understand what you're saying. If it's good for you to do that raw, then do it. Yeah. Only if it's good for you. You have nothing to prove to people on the internet. Because the internet people aren't going to get you those records that go in open powerlifting for all of history. Uh, you are. He said my German's not bad. Good. I'm glad to hear that. It Oof. sounds good to me. I just don't know what you're saying. Hmm. I tell people the equipment is to hold me together because I don't have trend and GH to hold me together. Yeah. yeah. People get pissed. I mean, I'm glad I haven't gotten any harsh words. People get pissed when I say I'm drug free, but it's like, that's something I'm proud of and I'm not going to like not say it. You know what I'm saying? Being drug free? Yeah. Yeah. It pisses people off. Your opinion about against band versus reverse band. Oh, okay. Uh, I think they both suck. We don't compete with bands pulling down on the bar. We don't compete with bands pulling up on the bar. Um, I think reverse bands pulling up has its place sometimes. So like overload. Overload, getting confident with really heavy loads. But you're better off training how you compete. We compete with a barbell straight weight. So get efficient with a straight barbell, straight weight. How much do you how much you eat today? Nah, just normal. And he asked how many calories you eat. Oh. What you had what? Chinese food mm -hmm. and a sub. And a sub. Uh, weight gainer. Probably between the food and the weight gainer, I average between four to five thousand, maybe six six and a half on a really big day. I don't you haven't eaten that today. No, you? not today. I'd say but about, about probably four or five. Yeah. I'll have that. one more shake tonight. That'll put me about four and five. So not I'm not eating like twelve thousand calories a day. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? So Oh Paul's on here. How you doing, Paul? Good to have you up on the uh benching and bullshitting episode fourteen. <laughs> Matt B. Let's see, I ordered the nasal pillows. Good. Reader mm -hmm. CPAP. Like we had talked about the other day. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you ordered them. We were just telling um, a couple other people at our seminar this weekend about it because that was one of the questions. Mm -hmm. Like, what is your best tip on recovery? And the answer is literally just sleep. Sleep. Good. Like actual, actual sleep where you sleep solid. You don't wake up four to five times a night to piss. You don't choke awake and, you know, and snore like a fucking lawnmower. Actual good sleep is probably one of the absolute greatest tools for recovery. Thomas, then again, the best equipped single ply here is like 750. He's talking overseas. Followed by 645 and the 285, 232 class. Damn. Damn. So I might speak volume about the lack of popularity. Yeah, I, I can see that. I think I'm at the bottom now. I am. <clears throat> Biggie Swoles. Hey, thanks for the spray adhesive tip at the Pro-Am. Good. Just got a multiply shirt and it works. Hell yeah. <laughs> I knew it would. Marucci. Marucci, baseball bat spray. Use that shit. Uh, I should probably invest in stocks in that fucking I know, company. We keep saying that, but we also don't know how to do I don't know that. how that fucking <laughs> shit works. It just sounds <laughs> good. Someone knows how to do that. Because I, I, I buy so many cans of that fucking shit and go through it. Cody, uh, let's see. Could you make a YouTube channel? I already have a YouTube channel, Jimmy Kolb, YouTube. I have about 1,300 subscribers. And I put content up there at least once a week, sometimes twice. Um, Normally, he would be going live on YouTube for this as well. We just started that, um, but we did not set that up tonight. We're just in a situation. So, I don't have two tripods. Yeah, we only have will, two phone chargers. It's just this But this will thing. still go up. Um, it'll just be audio, so you won't see him 
just sitting here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he does have a YouTube channel. Just look up Jimmy Cole. Mm -hmm. You'll find him. Yep. Let's see. Cody Plum. I'm competing Rob only because my arm bone still has cracks in it. Oh, Jesus. Ooh. You are still monitoring that, right? You're getting checked every week. I think you said you were. Oh, Please. In it. Well, yeah. I mean, he. Yeah. I thought they had to like fully heal before no, they could take that shit off. He's, no, he he gets it checked every week. I'm pretty sure. Ah. Please tell me you're still getting that checked. But I have heard that like if you break your arm, I mean, this is what the doctor told me when I broke my arm, was that your bones grow back like so much heavier and denser that like the chances of you breaking that same bone again are super low. Okay. Because I was like terrified after I broke my arm because it hurt so bad mm -hmm. and he told me that and I was like cool so I can just like be a total jackass and I won't break again and he was like well no mm -hmm. but well, you have a less a, a breaking less a different spot. chance yeah Marucci is awesome bro yeah it really is dude I uh I use that shit it's like a part of me now like it's just on me all the time yeah Thomas damn indeed over 18 million people IPF has like big monopoly here Ugh, yeah, so he's saying like IPF um, is really big overseas. Mm. But you Makes could lift sense. like WPC, right? W yeah, Calais and Emma, they they do the WPC meets where you can lift multiply and stuff. Where are you at, Thomas? Is he in Holland? No, okay. UK or where are you from, Thomas? I know where you are. Um, but yeah, Emma and Calais yeah. run WPC, and you can definitely use band shirts there because that's where he got his thousand pound bench, and she got her five sixty, five fifty, two hundred fifty kilos or yeah. something. Yeah, let's see. Uh, let's see here. How tall am I? I'm five foot five. Let's see. How C wide are you? Cody. I don't know. We've never measured that. We should measure to see how wide your back is. Cody Plum. Yeah, I get an x-ray on Wednesday. Cool. Okay, good. Don't stop, please. Let's ask see. your doctor. I don't know if I, I really want to know if that's like a thing. I'll Google it when we're off of here. But hmm. ask him if your bones are going to be stronger now. Yeah. I checked WPC, but they apparently don't run here in the Netherlands. Okay, that's where you're from. Holland Katie is, is correct. Okay. Holland is the same. Okay. See, I know things. Yep. So, anyway, so yeah, um, but yeah, training is going fantastic. Uh, 325 is how much I weigh. Uh, I'm, training is going really great. I have really big plans. Every single time I go to the gym, I have a very solid plan I want to hit when I get there. I don't normally know what I'm doing until I get there. Um, so this week, I think I'm going to go ahead and floor press. Uh, this past Wednesday was pretty cool. I didn't post it yet. I don't think I'm going to. It's just one of those things. It's, it was cool, but I don't want to post it either. Patreon saw it. Two Saturdays ago, I benched 800 pounds for 20 reps. And then on Wednesday, before we went on our trip, because I really wanted to fuck my body up before we had like all those days off. I hit 705 pounds in bench for 30 reps. I might put it on my stories. I mean, we could post it. Yeah, we'll see. Post it as a reel? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't even think I've seen it yet. You did, I thought. Did I? Maybe. Well, you did it. I was packing for our trip. We were leaving early the next morning. Oh, maybe, yeah, so maybe you didn't see I it. I might not have seen it. So, yeah, that was another rep PR by 13 reps. Because last time I did 700 pounds, I got 17. So I got 30. That was pretty fucking dope. It was 705. Even just a little bit heavier than normal. Yeah, GPC, Global Powerlifting Committee, is another choice overseas. A WRPF, which is run through Russia. I think that we, the Russian raw power, they have single ply, multi ply unlimited. So they allow yeah. it too. Thomas just said, though, like, like Netherlands as a country is not on the WPC members list, though. Okay. So I guess it depends on what he has, like, in his area like how we yeah. only have usda here unless we travel yeah he says cody says his surgeon said it will be stronger and i'll probably end up breaking the other one instead let's hope not bud yeah don't let's do that not. again dude just keep yourself intact for me please raw strength mm -hmm. says 705 and a bloodline so yeah uh bl yeah the the red and black Widowmaker. i did 705 for 30 reps pretty happy about about that one. That that took a lot out of me, too. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Good job. Mm -hmm. For 13 I figure, more reps than... Yeah. So you're definitely getting stronger. I'm also... I mean, I haven't done oh, 700 yeah, pounds since, too, like, yeah. a year ago, but either way, but yeah. But still. As long as those rep PRs go up, that's what... That's what uh, I'm looking for. 
let's see. That was crazy. You look like a machine all the way through 30. I got squirrely around 24 or 25. I started to get very fatigued, so I was able to I was able to hold on to it and keep going. Were so those last five like real struggles? No, they they were fast. I was just you could see I was visually like getting you always tired. You always a wall, and you're you're just like at a perfect rhythm. You're like boom, 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 boom. I'll boom. show you. It was, and then you hit that wall, and you're like, it was, and yeah. I could just tell you're just like squeaking out the last like four it or was, five reps. It was it was 24. That how it went? That's yeah. how it went. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it, but I can visualize oh. it. Let's see. Have you ever thought about strongman? Nope, I am not interested in strongman whatsoever, and I'm too short to be a strongman. A short... You like to watch strongman. Oh, I love it. It's entertaining, and yeah. they're awesome. I'm, you know, I've met a few of them in person, and we're good friends with Bobby Thompson. He lives just two towns down from us. We love watching him train. But um, I'm not interested at all. Nope, and I'm too short. A short strongman, and today's strongman is considered like, Six foot. six foot or six foot two. Yeah. And I'm, you would look so funny. I'm not going to do that shit. It's dumb. <laughs> Beautiful. That's cool. I love that bloodline. I do too. I got a couple of them. I got the double loop and the single loop. I've never heard it called that. The bloodline. Yeah, well, like the red stripe he, called, he said bloodline. Uh, Canelli calls them the, the Deadpools because it's red and black. Oh, yeah. The bloodline. Yep. Thomas, I'll try to email the guys from the UK who... Uh, you talked about Emma and see where that gets me for the future. Yeah, Emma and Calais yeah. Uletto James. If you look them up on Instagram, they're Bench Incredibles. Mm -hmm. um, they just have a joint page. You'll see both their stuff. They're both absolutely amazing. Two of our most favorite people ever. They travel all around the continental Europe. Absolutely and host love meets. them. So love, love, love. Th I'm guessing they'll probably be something in your area. Yeah, Thomas. she actually has the whole list of all of their meets um, for 2023. I can find it and try to send it to you, Thomas, but message them. Um, it's just on Bench Incredibles and talk to her about the Holland stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that should be, yeah, that should be easy to do. And they're, they're incredible people. Like yeah. I said, they travel, I mean, they travel to, to like all the different countries. They're hosting like yeah. I don't know how, how many meets she said they host a year, like 30 meets a year or something. I don't know, but so let's see. It's a lot, yeah. Hello, greetings. How are you doing? And I hope you're doing well. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so this week I want to go in and do floor press on Wednesday. I had a real dissertation with floor press for like my entire fucking life. And, uh, but I was always doing it raw. Then I got smart, I started adding tools to it, and uh, then I started getting gains from it, and not getting hurt, and being beat up all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, my best floor press in the Bloodline, Widowmaker, is a thousand, a thousand flat. And it was very tough, very, very tough, compared to doing it on a flat bench. So I want to try to go up to a thousand pounds on Wednesday on the floor press, and do it A, better, or also B, possibly for like... A double and not just a single that'd be cool too so we'll have to see how it goes hybrid six so uh, what soft tissue work uh so you do you do to keep your elbows and shoulders good really nothing for the elbows i've done uh some uh elbow distraction which is just hanging on to an overhead object with a bar sitting in the crook of my elbows and let that um, kind of pull them, down. pull them down and it distracts the elbow. That's something Donnie Thompson, Super D, puts out there for, uh, for information. Um, We've done some, like, body tempering stuff with Dean and Alfredo uh, for, like, elbow pain, but that's always uh, been, like, above the elbow yeah, on the triceps. Like, if you're hurting here, it's probably something below or above it that's actually causing the pain. But as far as, like, every week shoulders, we do the... Dolly Thompson shoulder protocol, which is taking a band on a vertical structure that's not going to get pulled over, and putting my arm through it, putting the band right here, and doing about 10 to 12 of these, 10 to 12 of these, and then 10 to 12 of these on each shoulder, and then I put my arm in it to where the band's around the back of my shoulder, and I'll chicken wing. He does. He has a YouTube video about that. Yeah, um, definitely check out Donnie's 
Die Thompson, Super D. Five Instagram pages. Yeah, he has a few of them. I don't know who, but they all have really, really good information, and that's where Jim gets all of his stuff from um, when yeah. he's not working with Jericho. Could you make a day in the life video? Uh, it's we have tried. Kind of. We're not good at it. I'm not, no, nah, I don't really, I'm not interested in putting that information out on the internet, to be honest. The day is boring, you know? I eat, sleep, nap, eat, go to the gym, come home, work. sleep. And then we do our home business, t-shirts and stickers and whatever. Yeah. Social, like, do your video and that's editing it. and... So it's not exciting at all. He wouldn't, he would, nobody, I feel like that's why we don't make one is because he wants would be to watch you sit on the couch, yeah. And these neck, shoulder, cushion, high, shrug. <laughs> My traps are crying right now. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, he's talking about the SSB highs shrugs. You have a SSB on your shoulders and you're shrugging with the bar on top of you. Instead of the weight pulling the traps down and shrugging up, uh, pulling the weight up, the weight is on top of the traps and you're pushing the weight up off the traps. It's a lot different and they're awesome. So I'm glad <laughs> that you are sore as fuck. That is great. Oh, we have a technical question. Didn't get to ask this weekend. Okay. I have an F6 and a Katana. Okay. Very similar shirts. I like both, but I'm getting more out of the F6 right now. When will I know if I'm ready to swap to the Katana? Technical question. Mm -hmm. When would you swap? You, you probably won't know, dude. I mean, the thing is, they're, the F6 is NXG Plus, second gen, and the Super Katana is NXG Super Plus, third gen. One layer of Katana... Is 26% thicker than one layer of F6. That's the biggest difference. It's thicker material. Um, what? Oh. I was trying to sign language to you. I can't. You need to you, speak You weren't picking up my language. I, but. Nope, I did not. I just fucked up my fucking camera, too. Oh, Damn fine. it. It's fine. I just have to. I don't want to stick perfect. There. Uh, no, so I you won't. You probably won't know. You just got to get into it and do it. Um, it's not going to be like this... This mythical barrier that you bust through or this tall tale sign that I'm ready. You just got to do it. You might. I mean, if the F6 stops working for you, switch the Katana yeah. to see. I mean, it is more, the Katana is more aggressive. Yeah. I mean, these things are not fucking nice. Uh, they're, they look innocent. They're not, they're nice pieces, but they're yeah. not nice to you. This is actually my 1120 single ply shirt. These things are not fucking nice to you. These things are yeah. cruel. Uh, the F6 is a little bit more forgiving. But this fucker will destroy you, and I—it <laughs> destroys me. Um, and I'll—I'm gonna hang on to this for a while. Uh, this is my 1120. But um, so yeah, just try it. I mean, there's really no other way to do it besides just doing it and trying it. Paul offer. How about instead of using my RAM off three bar for five sets of five, I use a single ply Widowmaker and do a high rep set to a one board or full range. I'd say do both. Um, that's good for work capacity. That's good for building muscular endurance under heavy loads. Uh, but it has to be heavy. And that's where it comes into, uh, if you go full range or one board, that's not limited range of motion enough. And that high rep is going to have to be like pretty lightweight as compared to three board, four board, or doing rack lockouts for like the top two inches of range of motion. Whereas I can do rack lockouts with two inches range of motion and do like six to seven hundred pounds for sets of 20 or 25 mm -hmm. which is which is in multiple sets like a hundred total reps five sets of 20 or something um so you can do both but always do a mix of things don't just do one or do whatever and just understand too like the high rep thing is not designed to necessarily make you stronger like i said it's meant to develop one of my four aspects of heavy benching work capacity or muscular endurance under heavy load. There's still two more that you have to address, absolute strength and grinding capability. So you have to, I'm constantly switching and doing things different to address all of those different things. You can't just do one and expect to get stronger. <clears throat> Let's see, oh, Ashley Condre, oh. Hi, Jimmy oh, and Kate, hi. loving the show. You guys are awesome. Well, you guys are fucking hey. awesome. <laughs> Ashley Condre is on here. And Cody Plum. We got some Bench Monster fa fam on the Colb Strong. Mm -hmm. This is actually going on YouTube. This is the uh, Colb Strong. This is Benching and Bullshitting. This is episode 14. Yeah. Uh, this is not visual. This is just the 
audio going up just with the circumstances we have tonight. Because all of our stuff is mostly still in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I, we drove nine hours home from Massachusetts and I did and not. And jumped in and just, I worked for like 10 hours today and then you were at the gym and did some work mm-hmm. and we just managed to play catch up for a few days. Yes, sir. Let's see here. Hey, thank you so much for this weekend. You're welcome. I learned so much. Got to go, but I'm going to be hearing a lot more of your streams. Cool. cool. Every weekend. I didn't do this weekend because I was with you guys. Yeah. Usually on Saturday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Sometimes if I can't do that, it'll be Sundays at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Thomas Undutchable, what's your experience with bench blocks on bars that are smooth as fuck in the middle? Because mm. the best bars in my gym, Nerling, uh, rolling-wise, are smooth in the middle. Um... I think it would actually be better, better because you yeah. can get a handoff from somebody. And because it's smooth, the spotter can make a micro-adjustment on the, on the block. Or it'll micro-adjust itself as yeah. it touches you coming down. If it has knurling in the middle, it's, it's oftentimes hard yeah. to make it move. So I think having smooth in the middle is probably a better option. Unless the bench block itself has been like falling off, well, yeah. has been like thoroughly bored out by like constantly rubbing it on the on the knurling. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. if it's like falling off, then probably just like duct tape. Yeah. You know? Cody Plum, I made a serious effort to extend my pin pressers rather than press off the pins. Good. Hell yeah. Was definitely different, but more effective. Yes. Isn't it harder, Cody? Like I'm like. I can press so much more, but then when I have to actually, like, extend, it feels so weird and so hard that I don't want to do it. Like... But then I do get stronger. When you're at the very top, if you're just doing the top two inches of motion, you can't... You can't do this. The pec does this. You have to explain what you're talking the, about on the podcast if the, you want to know what you're talking I'm about. I'm talking about extending versus pressing. And extending off of pins off of, like, two inches range of motion on rack lockouts. You can't use your pecs. You can't push you, you can't there's you, you it, it forces you to have to use your tricep you have to extend extend not peck peck the peck does this across the body the arms the triceps actually extend full full length the arms are the key to the bench and yes i'm quoting louis simmons rest in peace because of that on saturday okay and thomas that's why I'm asking. I don't want the block to drop off or smash my face halfway. It won't. I, no. I mean, it would have to be so. If you put it on there and it fell right off, but if you put it on there and it does and it stays, it's not going to come off. Yeah. If it's so worn down, I mean, the only way would if you put it on there and it falls off immediately, then I wouldn't use it obviously. But I, otherwise, I would probably just like pop it on and then put like duct tape over the bar. And yeah. block, and it would just, like, stick on there. Or even, like, the whole trick when uh, you go to, like, take, like, a oil filter off of a car, and it's, like, it, it, you put, like, a cap on there to use your wrench, like a oil. Or at that point, just put the, the bench block in your shirt. That would work. Using that as an actual board, but to stick it under your shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And Cody, yeah, it changes the exercise, but after Jimmy explains it to you, you understand why you need to do it. That way to cross over to your bench. Yeah, yes. I get it. It's just so it's, difficult. It's not natural yeah. for humans to have triceps that overpower the chest and the shoulders. Because these are very large muscle groups. Um, but once you can, over time, uh, make the triceps stronger than these things, your body will naturally rely on them to do the majority of the work. And I have, I'm at my two minute warning, so I'm going to try to finish off here and uh, uh, get off here for you guys. It's been almost an hour. Yeah, and what we can do after this, if you guys still have questions that you haven't gotten to, we'll go ahead and put a question box up um, in stories and then you can just ask your questions in there that he didn't get to tonight and we'll answer them in stories tomorrow. Yeah. So let's see. With Titan not making an evil twin, what's the next Titan multiply for me? I don't have a clue. I'm not really too concerned uh, with Titan product, I think you're just multiply katana. Yeah. They have boss. That's do they make a two ply F six? They do. Two ply F six, three ply F six. They got boss shirts, boss suits. Uh, that's they're just going kind of back. They're not doing the evil twin stuff, so now it's just going to be uh, back to the old original katanas and things. Yeah. 
Gotta go. Got ya. I see. I need to get one, but I don't want to always take wooden boards or need someone to hold my board. Just use yeah. the use the bench block. Just trust it. Mm-hmm. I promise you, it's not gonna fall off. I'll eat those words if it does. But just test it. Put it on there. Move it around. Move it back and forth. If it stays on there, you're good to go. You should be fine, Thomas. And then Paul, did you see my video of the 320 for 25 using reps using my RAM to a three board? I actually passed out afterwards. Yeah. Because your body was in shock because you don't normally do that shit. I did see it. That's good shit. That's good work capacity. That's good for building the muscular endurance. I am at my 22nd mark. I'm going to go ahead and sign off of here. I don't want to waste y'all's night. It's just the beginning of the week. Uh, please have a good, strong, productive week at work, in life, at the gym, whatever you guys do. Uh, I will see you all next weekend, actually on the weekend, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Take care. All right, that's all we have for today. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, email us, thecolbstrong at gmail.com. Include Power Podcast as the email title. Please subscribe and review this podcast if you haven't already. This helps us grow, and we appreciate all the feedback. You can follow for more content on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and all of those are at the same username, at Colbstrong. If you'd like to send me a video of your bench for critique, some helpful tips, then go to our YouTube channel and you can just email me your video at thecolbstrong at gmail.com. Check out my website, colbstrong.com, for bench programs, seminar applications, merch, events, and more. And last but not least, we have a nonprofit that we founded to help financially support young powerlifters, the Colbstrong Scholarship. Would be really cool if you could check that out, share, donate, help us help the next generation of lifters. Just go to colbstrongscholarship.com or follow us on Instagram at colbstrongscholarship. That's it. Thanks for listening. And remember, our motto is never enough. Just because someone says you've reached the top doesn't mean you're done. You are the only one that can set your limitations. Have a great day.